0: Everybody, and welcome to, to episode taste of 69 the of, of the WW Bro podcast. I am your host, comedian Anthony down. DiDomenico. Your heart. Just me tonight, guys. I know uh, the last couple of weeks we had uh, different guests, we had different locations, but it's just boring old me tonight. <laughs> I hope you guys uh, like the show and stay tuned for it. Um, not to go over, but I'll start the show, as always, with um, my weigh-in. I, I weighed in today and Monday nights, as I've been doing since I joined back on the program in 2017, May 1st of 2017. I actually am up a pound. I went up this week uh, one pound, and I am not bad at it at all. Not even in the least bit. I don't even care. I'm, I'm honest, being honest with that. You know, sometimes that I... Uh, I get on here and and I'll if I have a gain, I'll start talking about punching babies and and stuff like that. But you know what? It's one of those weeks where I just don't even didn't bother me. I, I kind of expected it almost in a way because just the way that the the week was going. Um, it was a pretty busy week. I ate a lot of stuff that I don't normally eat. I stayed within my plan. I stayed within my points, but it just I had to eat a lot of stuff on the go. Didn't get as much exercise in as I wanted to due to my busy schedule, and my knees been bothering me for a couple of weeks, so um, listen, it, it, one pound, it's nothing. Kim actually is, uh, says, you come so far, one pound doesn't mean failure at all. No, it doesn't, Kim, and I'm not, I'm not taking it as failure, and I had two good weeks in a row. I've lost almost five pounds in two weeks, so you know, sometimes you get that give back week, and at the end of the month, that's when you look at it, and you, you see what the total is, and Again, I am so not worried about this one pound. It's I, I was I'm actually I was in a good mood because I had a great week, I, I I really did. And just like I want to just recap a couple of things because it, it's been a while since it's just me on here. So I did want to recap a couple of things. One, I just want to thank uh, James and everybody down at Flotopia for a giveaway. We did a giveaway uh, this week on Instagram, and also they've extended a code WWbro. It's Floatopia in Dix Hills. Anybody who wants that first float is 50% off with the code WWBRO. Definitely check that out. I had an awesome time last week. I, if you guys couldn't tell from the podcast, I'm definitely going to do it again. And I recommend that everybody go ahead and do this because it really is a great experience. Very relaxing. You just feel good afterwards. So definitely check that out. Check out Floatopia. And it's been, you know, it's been a couple of good weeks. I really didn't, I'll get into my week this week in a little bit, but I just wanted to go over, you know, um, Mother's Day was last week. You know, it, it, it's it's a hard day for me, and uh, in, the, in the past, it definitely was a day where I would go off the deep end and let let myself go off the deep end. But this year, you know, in the last couple of years, I, I haven't done that, especially this year. It was pouring raining Mother's Day, but I still made it to Hofstra. I still got to sit on my mom's bench for a little bit, which really... Um, which really is the fun part for me. I, I really like going to sit. Not that, my mom's not here, but I just enjoy sitting on my mom's bench. And I just I feel closer to her there. And while I was sitting on the bench, uh, a cardinal actually flew down. And if anybody believes in that stuff, I know I do. That is a sign of somebody that, you know, you've lost that is there uh, with you at the moment. And the Cardinal flew above the tree over my mom's bench was hanging out there while I was hanging out there, too. So I take that as a sign that mom was with me that day. And it just made the experience that much better. Um, you know, we've had some great guests on. And I'm going to continue to have the guests on, too. But this week, will just it's just me. And uh, I'll keep going over what, like, you know, I was doing and what I did. Um, I'll tell you about my great week, and before I get into some other stuff too, um, just a busy week with you know shows and podcasts, and it's good to be busy. It really is. It keeps your mind going. It it, it keeps you um, from sitting around and thinking about things you can't control, and maybe getting into trouble food wise. I had some great shows uh, this week, and. It really is crazy that how much better um, I feel on stage and getting around to shows than in the past, like there's things that I'm doing now that I wouldn't have done. I'm taking shows that I wouldn't have done because it's not an issue anymore, how I'm getting there, where am I going to park. I ended up having a show Friday night in College Point. This is a show I probably would have passed on in the you know, it was a couple of years ago. One, because there wasn't a set parking lot. It's Queens. So there is a uh, walking involved to get to and from the show. And, you know, in, in the past, I just would have, I would be like, yeah, you know, I'm busy that night or I, I, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm not really going to, you know. I'll take something else or something else came along, but i did it i found it we found a spot not too far away walking there wasn't a problem i tried to make the best choices i could i drank water all night um i bought water for the ride home so that's why again i'm not mad about this this one pound up because i did everything in my power that i had to do to have a successful week and the show turned out to be great absolutely fantastic uh, just And it was just a busy week because I, I came home that night and I had to get up early the next day. I had a wedding. A friend of mine was getting married. And again, this is another example of an event I wouldn't have went to if this was two years ago. I, I didn't go to a lot of events, weddings, anything, because number one, I, I thought, okay, how I'm getting there, how far do I have to walk? How much walking is involved? How much, uh, you know, standing is involved? You, know, you start to think about that, and then you start thinking about, well, if there is chairs, you know, where am I sitting? You know, is a chair going to hold me? And then all these things start getting into your head. What am I wearing to the event? You know, I don't have really clothes to wear. I got to go out and buy clothes. I don't feel comfortable in dress pants or... Uh, shirt with a tie because it just doesn't fit really right so you had all these concerns all these worries all these things that would get into my head before these events that stopped me from going you know and then you just don't want to be a lump on a log when you're there if you're not mobile you're just sitting there in the corner you know everybody's seen dirty dancing nobody puts baby in a corner well, guess what? My weight put me in a corner. I was I was baby. My weight was baby, and put me in the corner. So now, being down one hundred and seventy seven pounds, being more mobile, being uh, just more active, and feeling better about myself. You know what? I um, I was gonna buy a suit for the event, but again, I I the suit would not fit me in a couple of months because as I you know, I'm losing weight, so i didn't want to spend that much money so i went out and i got something i thought looked nice it was a day wedding so it's not it's a little less casual um not that it's not you know to get dressed up but i wore a nice sweater with the night with the shirt my dad got me from um proper cloth which fits almost like fits around the belly now which is great uh I had an issue with it at first, you know, just because the way I'm losing weight, I'm much smaller on top than I am my midsection. And as I lose weight, it's like I'm I'm like a melting candle, where the top is thinner than the bottom. <laughs> but um, the shirt fit great. I felt I looked good in the shirt and the sweater. I felt good about myself. I was wearing... Dress pants that were 10 sizes smaller than the dress pants that I had on uh, prior. Like, I had I had pants, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think, exactly 10 sizes bigger than what I had before. And I was, tried it on before the wedding, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is like, you know, they're like clown pants. I can't wear these to a wedding. So I went out, and I, I spent a little money, and now I have, you know, if I have to go somewhere, I got clothes that I, I could fit in and feel good about myself, and that's really what it's all about—is just feeling good about yourself, you know. And we do all this stuff to feel good about ourselves. So when it comes to something like this, and again, getting to the wedding didn't—I just I walked right into the back; it wasn't an issue. Um, now these the wedding chairs. I, 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 listen, big guys, skinny or whatever. Those chairs they have at weddings—they're not—they're not the sturdiest of chairs. I don't care how little you weigh; those chairs can be frightening. <laughs> so, um, but I was like, okay, I'll sit in it and see what happens, and I was fine. I really was, and you know, because I remember a couple of years—not a couple of years ago, like almost like ten years ago—I went to a friend's wedding, and my be- my best friend Nick, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, we were. Sitting there, and we were almost like doing it. If you ever played football in high school, where you do that drill where you sit against the wall and you sit down and you, you, you're squatting but holding yourself up, that's what we were doing in these chairs because we were afraid they were going to collapse. So right away, I have that fear, but then it, go, it's, it goes away because I, I'm in the moment. I, I'm okay. I'm sitting in the chair fine. You know, the cocktail hour, I that morning, I had said to myself, okay. Going to a wedding, I'm going to eat the meal. I know that. I'm I'm not going to deprive myself totally. Um, But I said to myself, let me make myself a nice breakfast. This way I'm full because it was an 11 a.m. wedding. I won't eat at the cocktail hour. I will eat the food that's served at the table. And then I'm not going to have dessert. That was my plan going into it. And it worked. Um, I didn't have anything at the cocktail hour, which I used to live for the cocktail hour. I mean, I think anybody who goes to a wedding lives for the cocktail hour. They had everything you could think of. Pasta. Um, I'm not a seafood guy. They had tons of seafood there. Everybody said the food was amazing, and I'm sure it was. It looked good. It smelled good. I had prime rib for dinner. It came with some vegetables and potato. I did eat the buttered roll at the table, which I haven't had a buttered roll in a long time. It was delicious. There's there's really no way you can go wrong with a buttered roll. And I had the appetizer, which is bruschetta. And then I had uh, some uh, salad. It was a Caesar salad. So I really didn't go crazy. But it's different food that I'm normally used to eating. And like I said, again, it was a Crazy week. Shows got added on last second. So I ate a lot of meals on the go, which I normally don't do. And I had a low point dinner. You know, the the wedding was great. We actually at one point went and sat outside. I brought a cigar with me. I had a cigar outside. And I just got to The key is I got to enjoy watching a friend of mine get married. Someone who I consider a good friend. Um, He's a very funny comedian. Uh, if you want to look him up, his name is Mike Calcagno. He has this company called Laugh Track Films. I've done a skit for them. It's absolutely hilarious. Definitely check them out. I got to, you know, be there, and 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 it was just fun. You're invited somewhere, you can go. It's not an issue. You know, people take for take for for granted that really, like, you know, when when you get an invitation, you're going somewhere that you can just do it. And I'm not blaming anybody in the past. It was on me. You know, my weight was out of control. I had those issues. But getting over those issues and looking at the bright side, again, like, you know, someone actually commented on my Instagram picture. You say all the time on your podcast, you're on the scale for two seconds. That's all it was. I wasn't going to let it mess up my non-scale victories and how good I felt going into this weekend. Because when Monday came around, I was pissed the weekend was over. You know, Sunday was a good day, too. Sunday, I got to go to both my nephew's baseball games. I did my hockey podcast. There was Money in the Bank last night. I got to watch wrestling. My nephew Luke watching me for the first hour. So, I mean, I, I had a good weekend. It, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I really can't complain about the weekend at all. And it was You know, the weekend, week going into the weekend was busy, but I'm thankful that I can now handle all those events that come to me. Shows last minute. Um... You know, being at the ball field. You know, the ball field we went to to Sunday. Two years ago, I'm not, I'm not there. Because you have to walk across the field. First of all, there's a hill. And my brother said to me, he goes, yeah, you got to go up that hill, huh? I go, I'll race you up the hill. I think I can beat him up that hill. I had no problems with it this year. Last year, I was a little wobbly on it. This year, I was much better. And... You know it just goes it just sets you up for the next week. you know wh- what are you going to do this week now? How are you going to you know deal with this week? How are you going to move forward? And that's what my leader asked, you know, d- what do you do now that you had uh, a gain? I said, well, I just go back back to it. you know we, we start again we just keep I really don't I really don't let it fester, even when I'm pissed about it. I'm angry about it i i have, I'm angry about it, I let it go, and then I'm fine. You know, and there were things that happened this week that I could have gotten really upset with and let it get to me, but I didn't. Um, I'll tell you what happened. I was at a comedy club Thursday night, and after my set, I come off stage and I, i'm I'm sitting by the bar. And this guy comes out to tell me and a couple of the comics how much he enjoyed our sets. And then he puts his arm around me. I don't like being touched too much. And he's just like, hey, he's patting me on the back. And he goes, he goes this is how you know. This is how you know that the conversation is not going to go well. When someone starts a conversation with a comedian off with, you're a comedian, so I know you can handle this. Nothing aggravates me more than that sentence. Because, <laughs> seriously, just because I'm a comedian and I get on stage and I tell jokes does not mean I can be insulted or talked to disrespectfully or that you can say whatever is off the top of your head to me. That's not how that works. I go on stage. I put myself out there for your entertainment. I donate my time to your fundraiser. Just show me a little common courtesy. Uh, like a real person. How about that? And if anybody knows me, I, 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 I don't stand for that. I stick up for myself, especially when it comes to my weight and people making dumb comments about it because I did not lose 177 pounds for nothing. And I did not lose 177 pounds for idiots to come up to me and disrespect me. That's not going to happen. It didn't happen 177 pounds ago, and it's not going to happen now. So the guy comes up to me, and he goes and he says that famous line, uh, uh, you know, you're a comedian, so you can handle it. And I said to him, I said, well, I am a comedian and I can handle it. I said, but th- just watch what you say because it does not give you the license to be disrespectful. And he starts going off about how he was uh, X amount of weight heavier and then he had the surgery and it changed his life and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I understand where you're coming from. I said, let me stop you right there. I said, I'm doing my own thing. And I'm recently down, and I said 170, then I was down 178 pounds because I haven't gained a pound yet. But I said, I'm down 178 pounds, I'm okay. And he goes to me, yeah, but, I said, no, 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 you're not getting what I'm saying. I said, that worked for you? Good, I respect that. And I always have. I mean, I've never come on this podcast and said, all you have to do is this and this. No, this is a weight loss journey podcast. You know, I do WW and I I love the program and I'm very thankful for the program and it works for me, but I'm in favor of anybody losing weight, anybody getting healthy on any program, any reason. And I'm actually in a couple of weeks going to have somebody on here that had the bariatric surgery because I want to hear her story. I want to hear why certain things didn't work for her. Maybe I can get some tips or I can give her some pointers on, on things that have worked for me. And that's what I think this whole weight loss community is about. But again, I don't need anybody to come up to me and tell me I have to do something. It didn't work well when a cardiologist told me. It didn't go well for that cardiologist. It's not going to go well for a a random person at a comedy club. So I said to him again, I said, listen, sir, I don't know you. I said, and I'm uncomfortable having this conversation with you. This is a personal issue that I'm not going to discuss with you. So he started again. I said, listen, I've lost 178 pounds. I'm okay. He goes, Seems like you could do it. And I said, you know what? I can do it. And I am doing it. Thank you and have a good night. Like a gentleman. I didn't tell him to go F himself. I didn't say F him where he breathes. I didn't say any of the normal stuff. I usually say go choke on it. I didn't say any of that stuff. But it just gets me so aggravated. And and the people around the club, they see it. The people that work at the club, like, you know, it's it's uncomfortable. And... I'm going to say this, you don't have the right to go up to anybody and tell them what they, what they can do with themselves. Like seriously, you, there's nobody should be able to tell anybody what they have to do. If I tell you I'm doing something already, to take care of my weight, respect that and back off. Kim's right, it's not their business. It is none of their business. I do make this very public and I, I, I do share a lot with you people. But again, you're my people. You know, I'm not talking to this guy. I don't know if he listens or not. If he does, he's getting my side of it. But I choose to be very public with this, and I choose to open up a lot, and I do share vulnerable things with you guys, and that's my choice. But I also do this because if I can get to that one person that feels that they have no hope, that hope is gone, that there's no way they can come back from where they are, you can. Absolutely. Because I I was there. I thought, you know, the years of going back and forth and not getting it done, I thought I was done for. I didn't believe I can come back and do this. So that's why I'm so public with it. And that's why I get so aggravated when somebody comes in my face and tells me what I have to do. I don't got to do anything I don't want to do. You know? Douglas says, Anthony, remember, you can't fix stupid. Keep on doing what you're doing. It works for you. Exactly. Listen, I I, I know his intentions were coming from a good place, but listen, when somebody tells you that they're not comfortable discussing something, that's a personal matter, move on. You know, and this came off the heels of a couple of weeks ago, somebody made a stupid comment to me at the bar. Again, at the same comedy club, um, you know, he, he called, you know, he said that Comes out off stage, and I come off stage, and he goes, Hey, he goes, uh, he goes, these guys are good. He goes, I, even, I really like the fat comedian. Okay, well, now this is what bothers me about that. One, you just want to start naming the obvious? That's what I said to him. I go, You want me to sit here and start naming all the obvious things I see about you? I said, We're going to be here all night. Secondly, I don't do weight material, I haven't done it since I first started. We actually were talking about this at the wedding outside. Some of the jokes that I used to do. I The only time I talk about my weight is how it affects my real life. I don't do jokes like I used to do. Like, hey, you know, uh, I wish I got applause when I walked onto an airplane or stuff like, or jokes like that, or like, I I don't sleep in my bed, I wear it. You know, stupid stupid <laughs> jokes I used to say back when I first started. I got away from all that. And I talk about things that that make me uh you know that that things that you know make my uh, my life and things that get me you know aggravated or happy or that's what I talk about and if my weight happens to be something with it I'll, I'll mention it uh Dino says, listen do you ever come to the comic strip live I, I've been there twice um it's just open mics I haven't been booked there I would love to be booked to the comic strip that 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 place is awesome a lot of my friends play that place so I would absolutely love to play there if you haven't in Tell them about me. I've I've uh, sent tapes and and listen. If anybody, have any comedy club connections, please just tell them that that, that I'm I'm a comedian and you guys I'm funny and you want me to come. You want to see me and I'll come perform in your town. We're gonna do that one day. at WW Bro tour, I'm sweeping the nation. <laughs> it would be a lot of fun. Absolutely a lot of fun. Oh man, just people. You know they. They try to get you down. People try to bring you down. Don't let them do it. You know, a lot of times they don't even mean it. They're just saboteurs. You know, people, and a lot of times people just can't stand to see other people happy. Or they're jealous because you're doing something that they can't do. And I I never got, like, why people are competitive about weight loss. It's not a competition. You know, if somebody does something, it's not, if somebody loses an X amount of weight, they're not in competition with you. They're not taking anything away from you. They're not beating you to a the punch. One of the, the, the greatest things about uh, the WW Instagram community is how supportive everybody is. And how much everybody has their back. That's why I've gravitated so much towards those people. I mean, it, it really it, I don't I don't I don't get it. I really don't get the competition with with, the, with weight loss. I understand like you work somewhere, you're up for the same job. It is your health. You're in the, you're not competition with anybody but yourself. The only person you're doing this for is yourself. You know, even if you have a, a family and kids, you're doing this for you first so you can take care of them. It really has to be about you. You can have reasons, you can have whys, but it has to be about you. You have to want to do this. You know, I, and that was my biggest thing for years. You know, I wanted to, but I didn't want to. I don't even bother with it, it was annoying. Because I had so much to lose, it it really was in the back of my head that I couldn't do it. And then you get to a point where you feel it's useless and pointless. And sometimes, you know, not that it's good to get to that point, but you you, got to hit bottom. It's the only way to get get back up. And I'm happy I hit my bottom, and I'm happy I'm on the right path. And uh, for the first time... In my life i could I could really really say that I don't see myself stopping this, you know in the past that i I always knew it was gonna end, and almost like I waited for those excuses or those reasons, you know, like like Mother's Day or my mom's birthday or the day she passed away, and then there's my birthday and then there's Christmas and then you know there's always these holidays. And we could always use it as an ex- excuse or an a, a reason to stop. I use it as a reason to keep going. Like we were talking about it in the workshop today. You know, what do you do when you go to someone's house for a barbecue or a party? I bring my own stuff. I cook for myself and I bring it. I set myself up for success that way. Because I've turned these events... Where it's typically like an eating day or an eating party, I've turned it into hanging out with the people that are there and being with them. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was Father's Day. We hung out in the backyard, uh, played baseball with my nephews, watched, you know, did stuff with them. That's, that's what this becomes now. Food is second. You got to make food secondary, you know. Because for me, so for so long, it was the main focus. You know, Jenny says, I, I do the same thing. I bring my own food. There'll be no issues at all. And the people sometimes, you know, they said in the, in, in the workshop tonight, like, you know, what if you know, you're embarrassed or whatever? What do you embarrass? These are your friends and your family. If they can't understand and get behind this, then maybe you got to reevaluate who you're hanging around with. You bringing a turkey burger to a barbecue should not be a reason someone doesn't want to hang out with you. And if it is, they got deeper issues. And maybe you got to reevaluate that and maybe find new friends. You know, I've never seen people more supportive than I have now as I'm doing this. And I know for many years I was the boy who cried wolf. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would start, I would stop. i get on Facebook and i get on social media, on my grind, doing my thing, and blah, 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 blah. I wasn't. But the appearance, you know, that I'm doing something, you know, I guess was like you try to convince yourself. I'm not trying to convince anybody about anything anymore. I'm just trying to get as healthy as possible. I turned 40 in less than two months. I feel like I've been given a new lease on life. And I'm going to take full advantage of that. And that's really why I'm doing this. And that's why I will snap at anybody who says anything stupid to me anytime about anything. You know, and, don't, and again, don't let people bring you down. Don't let them get to you. Don't it, Stick up for yourselves. It feels good. You know, people want to make you as miserable as them. Don't let them do it. Don't just don't do it. Don't do it, people. Stay strong. Be like Rocky. But I could change, and you could change. <laughs> I got too. I had to make a joke. I got too serious for a second. All right, guys. Anyway, I want to uh, remind you guys uh, that built bar. I love those built bars. Three smart points on. Weight Watchers or WW, listen, they they don't sponsor my program. I just use them. I was for the product even before I became an ambassador. They got a new flavor dropping the 21st, which will be, if you're listening to this on your podcast listening devices, it probably is the 21st. They sent me the flavor to try. It's absolutely amazing. I like the banana. It's for a limited time only. You buy two boxes of the new flavor, you'll get six free cinnamon gummy bear bars. So, it's a time to do it now go to builtbar.com. use my code wwbro2019 it gets you 20% sorry 10% off your order they are absolutely amazing check them out Also once again my friends of floatopia James and everybody 50% off your first float if you use code wwbro I mean who doesn't want to float it was I'm going back I'm floating I'm going to be floating It's going to be the summer of float <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for joining me on Facebook Live and everybody at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 69 of the WW Bro Podcast. Always available at wwbropodcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. Guys, five star rate and review. I love reading them. Please, I will share them on social media. I will put them up on Facebook. Five-star rate Review of the podcast It always makes me Feel good to read About the the reviews And what you guys Think about the show Again Podcast on iTunes You can download And subscribe And you'll get it Each week sent Right to your phone We are played In and out Each week By Hollow And their single Something to Believe Also available on iTunes This song was written By my best friend Nick He has a new album out, his new band, Demon Scar. They got an album out called Americoma on iTunes. Download it, rock out to it. It's awesome. Definitely check that out. Uh, For your deli needs this summer, guys, parties catered, barbecues at the house, only one place to go, Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa, finnsdeli.com. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show. He'll just look at you for a little bit then go back to making you the best egg sandwich you ever had. Try the Uncle Cheese. That's my sandwich there. Once again, thank you guys so much. Uh, I appreciate all the support. I'll be back next week, episode 70. Have a good one.